What is up, you wonderful, beautiful people of the world? This is Ashley Campbell with Daily Encouragement. By the time you guys hear this episode, it will be December 20th. I'm doing a little teeny tiny baby mini series where you got Monday to Thursday podcast, 10 minute podcast. And I'm going to be talking to you guys today about blasphemy. I've been in Luke 12 the last day or so. And uh, I just wanted to talk about this because it stuck out to me this morning. And I think it's the angle I want to talk to you about is not necessarily something that I've heard talked about. So let's go ahead and pray really quick, you guys, and then let's go ahead and get into this thing. Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, for the spirit you have inside of our hearts. Thank you, Lord, that if we seek you, we will find you. You give us insight and understanding to your words. Lord, I pray you've gotten to this conversation. Help us, God, to um, be able to understand, you know, blasphemy and that we would not deny you in any part of our lives, Lord. God, Thank you that you're not ashamed of us. You died for us, Lord. You love us. You place high value upon our lives, Lord. And I just pray that we will receive that and that we will live completely unveiled before the rest of the world because we value the grace and the spirit you've put in us, God. So let us just live how you created us to live, Lord. We love you, Jesus. We thank you for this time and just pray all these things in your holy name. Amen. All right, you guys. So I'm going to walk you guys through this really quick. I'm going to talk about blasphemy. But before I get into it, I want to set the scenario a little bit, okay? So yesterday, I was discussing with you guys um, hypocrisy, okay? And that's basically just putting a mask on. And as you read through it, the Lord shows us that by what he says, right? Um, Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy, for there is nothing covered that will not be revealed. So people that practice hypocrisy practice covering themselves up. Okay. They practice covered lives. He goes, there's nothing hidden that will not be made known. They practice hiding. They put themselves in hiding. All right. And therefore, whatever you have spoken in the dark, you will be, will be heard in the light. All right. So that's the essence of hypocrisy is living hidden. Okay. And then it goes on. And he says, and I say to you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body. Now, isn't that interesting that he says it right afterwards? You know, sometimes when I used to read the scriptures, I used to just, I was like, dang, Jesus' brain is going like here and here and here, like not seeing that the thoughts are connected, but they are. And it's like, Lord, please help us to see what you're trying to say through what you're saying, you know, and not just look at everything so separate all the time. Lord, help us to see the wholeness of it. And so he goes, and I say to you, this is verse four. My friends, do not be afraid of those who can kill the body. Now, why would you practice hypocrisy if you were not afraid of man? Right? You, sometimes, you guys, and I'm telling you, I've done this before. You know, I never used to see myself being a hypocrite. But the fact that I used to hide parts of my life and had that pattern of hiding because I was afraid of man reveals that that's what I was doing. You know, and it's like, Lord, forgive me for that. And, uh, you know, I remember I told you guys the story, but I'll tell it again. When I started getting on social media back in 2017, sharing my story, I was getting messages from Christians, <clears throat> excuse me, you guys. And they were like, you know, I was sharing some of the resources that God had used in my life. You know, um, Dr. Henry cloud, the book boundaries, um, changes that heal same author, uh, how people grow Dr. Henry cloud, Dr. John Townsend. Um, what was the other book at the time? Those were like the top three that really made a profound impact on my life once I started taking the information and mirroring it 
on my life and taking the steps that they were, you know, suggesting and saying, look, if you want to be free, this is what you got to do. Right. So anyway, I took it to heart and it changed my life. And I started sharing those resources on social media, practical things, especially with boundaries, something not discussed so much in the Christian community, depending on where you go. You know, um, I think that's going to become more and more common where, you know, we're going to have churches giving practical wisdom, but we'll save that for another time. But anyway, um, getting messages, you know, don't forget about the Bible, implying that I wasn't reading the Bible. And I was like, you know, Lord, I don't want to deal with these people. This is super frustrating. I'm just going to, I'm just going to throw this thing in the can. And uh, it was like a thought crossed my mind. It's like, Ashley, if you deny the things that I use to recover your life, you deny me. And I was like, oh my gosh, wow. I couldn't be ashamed that God was using Christian psychology in my life to change my life, teaching me these things. It helped me profoundly. And, um, you know, I wanted, because of fear of man, because of, you know, not wanting them to judge me. Oh, she's not reading the Bible implying for me to just, and in fact, I just thought about it too. If I was to submit to that or quit because of my fear, I would have validated their accusations right in their eyes. Oh, she stopped doing it. She probably wasn't being truthful or something, right? Isn't that funny how that happens? But anyway, so, um, I've done that. You guys, I've definitely, um, been afraid of people. You know, do not be afraid of those who kill the body. And then it goes on and it says, are not five sparrows sold for two copper coins and not one of them is forgotten before God. You know, it's funny that he says that right after that. He's like, we got to know our value. You know, he goes, do not fear. Therefore you are more value. You are, you are of more value than many sparrows. Lord, help me see the value that you have upon me. That gives me the ability to not be afraid of man. And, and, you know, um, I can live boldly. And then it goes on. It says, also, I say to you, whoever confesses me before men, him, the son of man also will confess before the angels of God. Okay. But he who denies me before men will be denied before the angels of God. So now the Lord's going on and he goes, okay. So he's layering this issue, right? Living, living in hypocrisy, being covered because you're afraid of man, because we don't know the value that God has placed upon us. Okay. And then the issue of not denying him and what he's done, not denying his grace. That's what God gives to us, right? Have you ever been so ashamed of your life and where you've been, where you've been, you know, things you've done that uh, you don't even want to talk about it? How many Christians uh, don't really talk about their life in the church because they don't want to be judged, right? But if God's restored those areas, there should be no shame. And that is how we're going to reach people in practical ways, right? But we don't always behave that way, you guys, because we don't understand these things. And then he goes, but he denies me before the men will be, will be denied before the angels of God. And then he goes, check this out. And anyone who speaks a word against the son of man, it will be, it will be forgiven him. But to him who blasphemies against the Holy spirit, it will not be forgiven. So check this out. Let's go to blasphemy really quick. You guys, I've only got a few more minutes, but I'm confident I can do this blasphemy. The first definition, evil or profane speaking of God or sacred things. That's how most people talk about it, right? Saying bad things about God. Okay. That's blasphemy. I don't want to say any bad things about God. However, it's going to go deeper here. So follow along in the Old Testament, any attempt to lessen reverence for the name of Jehovah. Okay. We saw the Pharisees, you know, say that about Jesus, right? They, they called him a blasphemer. Uh, number three, any irreverent, any irreverent act or utterance. Now let me go back up here. It's for the first definition, evil or profane speaking of God or sacred things, semicolon claiming the attributes of God. It's not interesting. Um, has, you know, it's funny how people can even claim the attributes of God, I guess, um, 
you can do it in a more of a negative way and more of a positive way and you know speak about him in ways that are not consistent with who he is in his heart and how he has how he is um how can you say how he's put himself in in the word right but we don't always see god the way that he has put himself on the paper right through you know people writing about their experience with god and the things that god downloaded on them we don't always see it the way that god intended us to see it right so we can claim attributes of god that are not consistent with who he is and what he intended us to interpret in his word you know um some people think god is too harsh um, some people think that you can do whatever you want with God. There's no accountability. You know what I mean? There's like two extremes, but we're not going to get into that right now. I just wanted to break into this now. Now, some of the synonyms for blasphemy was oath. What's an oath? A solemn um, attest attestation. You know, like when you attest to something. In support of a declaration or a promise by an appeal to God or to some person or thing regarded high and holy. Also, the declaration or promise so supported number two uh such an attestation or affirmation of the truth of a statement as renders liable to punishment for perjury one who willfully um thus asserts which is not true compare the word testimony okay so i thought this was interesting someone who willfully asserts which is not true right so you're underneath an oath and you are willfully asserting something that's not true even though you have taken oath to tell the truth so perjury really quick the willful and voluntary giving of false testimony or the withholding of material facts or evidence in regard to a matter or thing uh, material to the issue or point of inquiry an illegal document or under oath lawfully administered in a judicial proceeding you guys that was super wordy and i apologize for not like breaking it down there but you're or i guess you could say making it you know breaking down the definition <laughs> perjury the willful and voluntary giving of false testimony or the withholding of material facts or evidence think about that have you ever withheld you know in your life what god's done you know given a false willful false testimony because you didn't you were afraid of man right so and there's another uh, another account in, I'm not sure which gospel it's in, but it talks about blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. But he's also talking about in the context of not being divided against yourself. You can have the Holy Spirit in your life. God be, give, be giving you all kinds of grace, understanding, insight, restoring your life. And you can deny that before man because you're, you, they could judge it. Is it not being of God? Because, you know, sometimes that's what the Pharisees did, right? No, that's not how God works. You know, oh, you're a blasphemer right how many times did they give so many people a hard time for how we, how they were healed right how did he heal you oh you're wrong because he healed you on the sabbath oh you're wrong because you're not supposed to get healed that way right so pharisees will judge you for the way that god has healed your life and if you are more afraid of man you will deny your testimony before man and then you're gonna have to answer to god for that and then now we're in danger you're in danger of him denying you Lord God, forgive us. So you guys, blasphemy is just living divided against the spirit of God in you. It's denying the facts of his grace in your life and how he's restored you because you're afraid of man. So you guys ask the Lord to help you get out from underneath of that. And this is exactly why you need my devotional in your life because I walk you through the process. I talk about, you know, what judgment is and condemnation and, 
you know, how we can get out from underneath of that, the fear of man. And uh, once we do that, you guys, I'm telling you, your life, our lives changed. My life changed massively as a result of that. I've become way more bold in my life as a result of no longer fearing man and understanding that God's the only one who can judge me because he has all information about me and he still loved me enough to restore my life so I could pour it out upon the world and make God's grace tangible. So anyway, you guys, I hope this was helpful. I hope you guys have an awesome rest of the day. Uh, be sure to share the podcast if you guys enjoyed it. And I will talk to you next time.